with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, there is the late meatloaf again. Uh, news uh, late last night that uh, he had passed away at the age of seventy-four. That song right there is truly one of my favorites of all time. Like honestly, I just I remember just rocking out to that on the dance floor at my school. <laughs> It's one of my dad's favorite songs, too. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of them. Yeah, yeah. All right. But anyway, speaking of meatloaf, his wife. Yeah, his second wife, Deborah, they married back in 2007 and stayed married until, obviously, yesterday when he died. She's actually from Edmonton. And he said in many interviews that she has the best family. They still live here in Edmonton and that he loved to go and visit because they had that true family dynamic. Now, before she met him, she used to be a personal assistant for the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. Pretty a- cool. And... Um, I, I said, remember that time that he passed out on stage at the Jubilee Auditorium? Yeah, it happened back in 2016. He had had the flu. He canceled two shows before that, including one in Calgary, and the next one was in Edmonton. And I guess she said, if you cancel, I will kill you. She, she so, wanted him to play in her hometown. Yeah, he went on stage at the Jubilee, had a fall, <laughs> did it, scared quite a few people. He said, no big deal, guys. It was just dehydration. Went to the hospital, but anyway... That'd be pretty scary. Yeah. All right. There you go. Anyway. uh, Yeah. Huge. 100 million albums sold. Like, Dang, son. Big deal. Mr. Loaf had money. Yes, he did. Also, yeah, his uh, real name, Marvin, right? Yeah, Marvin. And then he later changed it to Michael. Okay. He got his nickname through football in high school. There you go. All these fun facts you never knew. How do we know so much about (laughs) Milo? I don't know. Anyway, he will be missed. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Jack, uh, you had a tough day yesterday. Yeah, an unexpected tough day. Uh, I had a checkup appointment for my five-year-old Kennedy. And the pediatrician that we go to, uh, he's been around forever. In fact, he was my pediatrician. So there's a lot of family history, a lot of family trust with him. It's like going to see an old friend. Sure. Um, so yeah, we go there and he's checking everything out. And just the way he, he deals with things is he's very matter of fact. And he's very, I just, I trust him. Mm -hmm. He is my go-to and everything's good. Everything gets checked out and he sits down and he's like, we got to talk. I'm like, what, am I in trouble? Like what's wrong? He's like, Jackie, I'm hanging it up. It's, it's retirement time. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like after 45 years, I am I'm calling it a day. It's going to happen in June. So he told me the date and I don't even remember. I don't even remember if it was June or July because I, my eyes just started welling up with tears. Right. Like, how, what, what do I do now? That's all You're I just not kept. not allowed to retire. No, you have to be in my life forever. I kept right. just blankly staring at him, asking, <laughs> blinking, what do I do? What do I do? And so he said, you know, talk to your friends, see who you want as a pediatrician. I'll refer you. We'll figure this out together. He was basically counseling me on right, what to do, right. but it's, I mean, obviously change is hard, Yeah. but yeah, when you find that doctor that you trust, especially with your kids yeah. and yourself, he knows everything. It's just, yeah. it's a big change and it's really hard to find that new doctor. It's it's not easy to find it, whether it's a pediatrician. And a pediatrician's really hard to find now because they're kind of phasing that They are, yeah. Out, pediatricians right? are not, and I didn't know this until yeah. yesterday, they're not really a thing. They're, it's more you would go to your family doctor. And, right. and as, as if your kids don't have complications. I mean, obviously, if your kids do yeah. need a specialized doctor, then you are referred to, right. let's say, a behavioral pediatrician or something along those lines. That right. makes sense, right? Because as soon as a kid's not an infant yeah. and gets out of the toddler stage, like, they're little humans. It, they can yes. be treated like humans. Yeah, but I just like that specialized care, <laughs> <laughs> and especially. I mean, I, I think it's yeah, it's the, 
the trust. Yeah. How do you trust another doctor? You trust the fact that they went to school forever and they know what they're talking about. Yeah. The, I know not all doctors are created equal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know what? It's There's hard. a good doctor out there. Yeah. I I get the fact that you you as a kid went to this dude. Yeah. yeah. Like he's the he's the face of medicine for you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. More than anybody. Exactly. I have known him literally my entire life. My I go to a doctor him. in the same bu- same office, in fact. Yes. And she's nice. Go to her. She gives my kids cookies. Well, if she's dealing with Matt and his family, she'll probably retire, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If I... <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, it just threw me for a loop yesterday. It was something I was definitely not expecting and something I've never had to experience. I know my, well, my wife, when uh, her, uh, her doctor, she, it took her forever to find a new doctor. And then that doctor's now uh, getting out of the business or whatever. And it's just, it is so stressful to find a doctor nowadays. Like, it's, it's, it's not time. easy at all. And Last time we talked one. about this, there was one person name that stood out above the rest <laughs> was that the one in the in, uh, in spruce, spruce Grove? dr horny yeah yeah it's true you'll you'll know you'll, you'll serve you well highly recommend <laughs> i'm willing to give it a shot <laughs> this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast it's our final edition of quick draw for the week and we've got jenna and dallas on the line how are you guys doing today very good good how are you Good. You guys sound identical. So this is oh tough. no, <laughs> that's the tough part about this game. I'm glad I'm not one of the judges, Matt and Jack. Hey, girls, uh, we're gonna really rely on honesty here. I got into a 10 minute disagreement with somebody on Instagram yesterday over one of the <laughs> questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? That's the with wow, the, Matt. With great response. That's exactly what it was about. <laughs> it was about wow? It was about the acronym question. Oh, okay. She was adamant that wow was an appropriate acronym. Okay, good. Well, let's uh, let's see if we can get Matt in trouble again, okay, ladies? Again, just scream out your answers, and we'll find out which one of you did it after the fact. Here we go. Name a dairy product that starts with the letter B. Butter. Yes, who said butter? Yeah. All right. All right. Don't have to go to the judges on that one. Okay. A chocolate bar that starts with the letter S. Snickers. Dallas again. She's on it. Hey, Jenna, you alive? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Jenna, you ready to go? Yeah. You got a blocker here. A gem that starts with the letter P. Planet Fitness. Oh, she said it was GM. I get it. She said Planet Fitness. Oh. <laughs> a gem. G-E-M. I wasn't sure if it was gym or gem. Yeah, gem. G-E-M. Oh, a gem that begins with a P? Yeah. Do you know, Jack? I do. I know I'll a couple. i give you girls a hint. August. A pearl. That wasn't for the hint, but that is it. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's birthstone, the paradox. The most ugliest birthstone ever. <laughs> Who said pearl? Dallas. Dallas. Wow, that's three. Jenna, thanks for uh, showing up. Thank you. And don't be uh, discouraged by this. We want you to play on Monday when we'll give you another chance. All right. Congratulations, Dallas. We might be calling you back. Thank you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, It's funny because uh, my mom texted me last night and uh, she texted me and shared her Wordle game score. And I'm like, there you go. I was trying to get her on it uh, on the weekend, and uh, she says, now you know how bored I am. Look at this. I'm playing, oh, <laughs> playing yes. Wordle. She's bought in. And she beat me. So there you go. That was a, a good you thing. You had a tough day yesterday. I had a tough day. Uh, I, yeah, there was... Two, you can say it now. The word's gone. Yeah, two O's. Two O's threw me off. So anyway, mm. but uh, I did, did end up getting it. But I That mean, happened to me earlier in the week because I didn't realize that they were doing words 
with two to the same letter in it right and what they would do with it okay if i get a yellow is it yellow everywhere like that's it, the thing yeah exactly but anyway now i know and uh, we played again this morning and uh, i can't remember it took me four times jack how long did it take you today yeah, three times three times matt same same deal anyway wordle if you haven't checked it out yet uh, just google it and play the game it's a five letter words and it's lots of fun but uh, Matt thought, you know, because of the, uh, the the popularity of Wordle right now, there's uh, something that grinds your gears, which is I think it's funny. time, now that we're talking about words and yeah. letters, it's time to talk about your grammar, your spelling, and your quirks and your writing, the stuff that makes you angry. Yeah. First off, there's one that I see a lot of people still doing that bothers me so, so much. I do it. What is it then, Chris? Two spaces. Oh, stop with the two spaces. Oh, You're not typing I just on... recently saw something about this. You're not typing on a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Okay? One space after a period. You mean a typing on a typewriter. Typewriter. That's, That's what, what, what it was for. We are See? typing on keyboards. I need to proofread. That's <laughs> like, okay, don't throw glass stones at glass houses. I am quite possibly <laughs> the worst proofreader on the face of the planet. I think I'm a decent writer. I'm just trying to figure out what glass stones are. My dyslexia is just <laughs> off the chain today. <laughs> also, I'm going to call Jack out for one, too. Which one? You're, you know, you're a good writer, too, Jack, but sometimes you uh, you love to use an ellipses. No, I used to use um, dash. And the da- yeah, dashes, you don't need a dash. Dash yeah. is very rare. I'm a big fan. You've, you've talked to me. You've sat me down about this before. <laughs> I'm sitting down about another one. And it, you don't use to do it very often, especially not in a public place. Yeah. But when you use a bracket, you always use a space, then start the word. Yeah, is that wrong? Yes. It's bracket word. You don't have to space after a bracket. Like, who has time to proofread other people's sentences? And who, who made you... King when it comes to this sort of okay. stuff. And do you think I'm you just making know, like, it up? don't like you, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> he just he single-handedly messed up everything he could possibly mess up to describe why he was upset. You can't even talk. <laughs> you got that right. But I can write a little. <laughs> but he's a great writer. <laughs> well, thank goodness. Okay, what grinds your gears when it comes to that stuff? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. You all right, Matt? Yeah, I'm just looking at that text. But, Matt, do you know when to use I and when to use me? I think is okay, usually when I, like, like her and I went to. Right. Not her and you, me. Yeah, that wouldn't be Hold right. on. Let me ex- <laughs> I'm all confused now. <laughs> so are we. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking grammar and what grinds your gears. Oh, we got some great texts here. Grammar, rest in peace. Kids nowadays would not know it if it hit them in the face. Spelling is not approximate. Oh, they also use an ellipses wrong and 18,000 exclamation points in that. This text at 103.939, my mom majored in English in college. So try being brought up with that. Our grammar was constantly being corrected. Now I do it to my husband. Hmm. That'd be tough. Yeah, and we had we had to take a class at Nate for radio and television with a, like a, a a grammarican. He studied the English language and he like he was Howie. Do you, do you have a class with Howie, Jack? Yes, yes. That was a crazy class. That sounds like a terrible. It day. was a dry one. It was. He made it as fun as possible. He did. Possible. He His name's Howie. Of course he would. Right. All right. Just got this text from Leslie, friend of the show. Uh, when people say "I seen," oh yes, you saw it. You didn't seen it. My wife hates it when you talk. Anybody talks like a redneck. If I do it at home, she's yeah. like, she'll 
grab me by the scruff of my shirt. Yeah. You never do that. Right. Don't teach your kids that. <laughs> I'm good. I can, she must just hate being around me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk For to other reasons, anymore. not just yeah. your grammar. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, grammar and what grinds your gears when it comes to uh, the way that people uh, spit stuff out, so to speak. And, Matt, uh, sorry, yeah. I was going to say, Matt was mentioning about the two spaces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's nothing worse than. Yeah, well, we got a call about that actually coming up in a moment. What are, what are the texts going uh, going on? This says, uh, there have been numerous occasions I've had to explain to students, you isn't how you or spelt your, and I can't stand the constant use of ain't. It's bad in junior high. <laughs> Grammar is dead. <laughs> you know, we were the last generation, Jack, to not have text messages. And I think texting has changed the game, right? Because everything gets shortened. Right. You get just so used to that kind of language. And right. somebody did mention that. They said, you know, when it comes to texting, anything goes. That's true. Anything goes. Oh, yeah. Especially some of the texts we've got this morning. All right. Uh, yes, Lana. Uh, one of the things that drives me crazy at work is when I get a resume, and if you can't, even spell your address correct or put capitals on the correct place. Right. Why are you bothering to do anything? People are lazy and not spell checking. And I completely agree with you with because of people of more advanced age learn to type on a typewriter. Yes. And had two spaces after the period. And I know, and it's hard to shake that habit. Oh, yeah, because Chris really was doing is. a lot of typewriting on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, I grew up on a farm, too, and I, I had to take 10, 20, and 30 of typing, and believe me, my teacher used to give me crap all I, the time. I like typing 10 so much I took it twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know what? We're going to... Try to pick up your spirit. Uh, Jack, what else is coming up in the next few minutes? We actually have some music news, breaking music news. Okay. Uh, talking about uh, grammar and what uh, grinds your gears when it comes to grammar. This is very clever. See if you catch on. I'm certainly not a grammar pro, says this texter, so I'd never try to unthaw a situation of incorrect words because irregardless, whatever I say, it doesn't matter. <laughs> So good. I'm an unthaw guy. Like thought. Oh no, you I, are. I am. I hate to say it. Yes, uh, for sure. Yes. W- w- what uh, grants your gears? I'm with Matt on the I and me part, and I learned it this way: if you can say uh, the I by itself, then that's the correct one. Like you wouldn't say Jane and if you go Jane and I went to the store. You can put I went to the store by itself. However, if you go Jane and me went to the store. You would never say, me went to the store. So when... So in that way, I is the correct one to use. When would you use me? Me hungry? Uh, you, are, you are with me. <laughs> You're not Cookie Monster. <laughs> you are with me. Yeah, you wouldn't say you are with I. Okay. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was trying to explain very, very poorly. Okay. I know. I just thought I loved you. you. Don't you mean me no? <laughs> me no speak. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yesterday, news came out that uh, Canadian Red Cross was getting rid of the badge system mm-hmm. uh, for uh, swimming lessons. Like uh, all three of us, when we all grew up, uh, that there was badges, and they've been badges all the way through, where you just get colors. different colors for your different um, steps as you went along. And uh, uh, some of us went higher than others. I did go to swimming lessons. I mean, you know, 
we worked hard on the farm, as Matt always hears. But uh, parent, my parents always made sure we went to swimming lessons. Where's so. the nearest uh, swimming pool for you guys? Leduke. Black Gold Center is where we oh, went. Oh, yeah, okay. For swimming. And uh, anyway, so the, the badge system was always a, a, a big deal. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that you would show off your badges to others, right? Yeah, I think so. Or just talk about the level like, hey, I'm level blue. Oh, you flexed on other kids. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I just got my blue. Come on, kid. I'm a maroon. You shouldn't even be talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Matt went up to a like a lifeguard he went status. Yeah, like, yeah, life-saving one. And then uh, they decided. And you flexed I, on that yesterday. <laughs> He's still flexing at 35 oh, yeah. years old. But like, didn't transfer over to adulthood. I can barely swim now. Yeah. No, really. I could. Sw- I just can't tread water. Anyways. I yeah. flexed on people with my life-saving one. Oh, for but sure. But then you'd run into an actual lifeguard at 18, and they'd be like, come, come on. Yeah. I got the yellow penny. Like, no kidding. All right. Uh, other flexes, kid flexes. You got one, Jack? Yeah, there's tons of things, like uh, brownies. Okay. More of, like, the badges. Oh, right. That. Yeah, if you had a Brownie sash badges. that was, like, full. Yes. Intimidating. Yes. Very uh-huh. intimidating. All right. Yes. Yeah. Um, the kids that got driven to school, for me, that was always, like, a whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like they did not have to take the school bus. Their parents drove them to school. Yeah. There was yeah. the lunch flex too. Yeah. Like oh, kids in the yeah. lunchroom. Yeah, there's always a kid who like, what's her lunch? Uh, ham and mustard on white bread and a piece of celery. And there's another kid you look over. He's got 15 wagon wheels, <laughs> a lunchable, four juice boxes. Dunkaroos. <laughs> he may have diabetes, but still. But that kid was loved more than you, huh? Yeah, so true. Another right. great one, um, the ski tags on a jacket. Uh-huh. Oh, no one took yeah. those off if you were in elementary school. I went to Rabbit Hill three times this winter. Yeah, and you had all three passes on your <laughs> zipper. <laughs> Do you have any kid flexes? 780-421-1039. I was trying to think about what I flexed on. I mean, maybe... In Thorsby, it was the amount of cattle you owned. I don't know. Oh, that's a good one. Is it really? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> My dad owns 400 head. I got 600 where I'm from. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, we're talking about kid flexes. Yeah, things that you used to flex on as a kid. Ooh, my Beanie Baby collection, says this texter. Ooh. That lasts about two months. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kid Flex, missing school for sports or anything, really. Right. Yeah, yeah when right. you got pulled out. Junior, senior high, if you played on one of the teams that played at lunchtime, yeah. you always missed the period before. Yeah. And like they'd have an announcement, boop, 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 could all, you know, volleyball yeah. or basketball. I'd get up and just like strut like Connor yeah. McGregor walking to the octagon. I got pulled out of school to combine. But, yeah, same kind of idea. <laughs> Almost the same. All farmers to the fields. <laughs> this person says, kid flex, level of hockey. I played summer AAA with some now NHL players, and we would wear our tracksuits to school as a flex. Oh, yeah. You knew what you were doing with those tracksuits on, didn't you? For the you? same reason, I never wore my tier six sweater. <laughs> This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about flexes when you were a kid, for example. For example, when your mom brought you a happy meal for lunch. Yeah, oh. that was a big baller move. So you had a dentist appointment, and then you rolled in there, sunglasses on, yeah, toy in hand. <laughs> this deck says, what about binders? They in school were our big flex. Pimp out my five star. Okay. Yeah, the bigger the binder, and if it was like padded. You had to get the, the fabric-covered one yes. with all the compartments for pens and papers. What if you could zip it up? Oh, yeah, we all had that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or were there some with, like, little padlocks? I don't, 
No, but, Chris had his like trapper keeper. He kept all his stuff in. Yeah, we didn't have zippers when I was a kid. I don't think in our binders. They weren't invented yet. Well, zippers were invented. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I'm from a small town in Saskatchewan, and back in the '60s, we would have track and field days, and uh, you'd get a, a red ribbon for first place, yes. blue for second, and yeah. And if you win, of course, small town, you were usually in just about every event possible. So first, you go to the next event, and these little ribbons are pinned on with those little gold safety pins. And you, you keep them on because you intimidate all the other kids. Like, oh, hey, I want, like, red in the long jump and blah, blah, blah. And you look have, like, you get three or four, oh, my God, you were just, you know, queen of the walk. You look like a North Korean general with all the <laughs> stuff. Yep. Tegan, what's your weird kid flex? So my really weird flex is my dad had a motorcycle, and we were active riders up until I was 13. And I was picked on severely until one of my main bullies found out that my dad actively rode motorcycles yes. and never picked on me again. <laughs> I went around telling everyone that her dad's in a gang because we rode motorcycles. Wow. Yeah, your dad was not a member of the Hell's Angels. No, no. He was just a big bearded guy who really loved his Yamaha and... That, that was, that they was don't it. know that. <laughs> the, the fact that he drove he, he drove a Yamaha should have like at least told uh, her he's in his fifty right. cc like a, a bear riding a tiny car in a circus. Yeah, my my uncle he he loved his Harley and like we always rode together and oh that's um, great. Hey. I got picked up by it the one day we were headed to Jasper. I had my vest, I had my chaps. I literally just quickly got dressed in the parking lot, you know, put everything on and had my riding gear. And there's like, oh, my gosh, is she in one, too? And that was that was the grade eight rumor. And and nobody messed with you. No, after that, it stopped. <laughs> Great. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. Chris's window forecast. I think we might have a killer sunrise happening here. Ooh, the texts have yet to come. This is your prediction, though? I, 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 I kind of see it glowing, and there's different colors. And again, I know I'm color deficient, color blind, mm-hmm. but I see How do you know, then? I see something very, very special brewing. It's minus five now. It continues to get a little bit cooler. As the morning goes on, we're talking about uh, flexes that you use as a kid to show off. Oh, and this is so good. They have a couple here. A pen on a rope for around your neck. Okay. I remember that. That was a big deal. <laughs> what, about the, what, what, what's the, what are the pens called with all the colors? Yes, that's what they mentioned. The pens oh. that had the four colors click down one color at a time yes huge flex oh man yeah having my hot policeman brother pick me up from school it was a small town and everyone knew everyone yeah that would work eh? in the same sense yeah. if you were a younger guy yeah. and your hot sister that could drive yeah you never wanted that you'd rather walk through a blizzard because <laughs> <laughs> your friends That's would never let that one go so you're talking from experience no, I'm the older brother. Oh, yeah, you're right. You are. You, you don't seem <laughs> like you should But did have a hotter be. sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> This is so funny. It makes Matt so uncomfortable. <laughs> Kyle just called us, and he said he was a cadet, and he said that was his flex. Everybody would be like, oh, I went to this lake at, at uh, summer and did this and did that, and he's like, wow, I got to shoot a gun. It's no big deal. And he That said, is a huge flex. That's said, amazing. Said, I could totally wing you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. I uh, do like the five, six texts in a row. Sunrise is great. Yeah, pink. <laughs> There's pink, Chris. I see the pink. All right. Thanks for the text. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Hi, Kissin. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. You guys are talking about things you used to flex about when you were younger. Yeah. The starter jacket. Oh, the yeah. starter jacket. Which one did you have? I didn't have the fancy leather one. I just had the regular winter one, but I was a big kid, so my dad still wears it back and forth to work. <laughs> and I'm 40 now, so it's seen good days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, when you, when your dad wears your hand-me-downs, you know you're a fair-sized kid. I don't know yeah, what, well, it, what six, it is. I'm 6'6", so I'm pretty sure I outgrew it, but yeah. <laughs> What's a starter jacket? It was like in yeah, the 90s, early 90s, there was Chris, like every team had a, a starter jacket. And it was very big with the, the dudes. Yeah. Oh. Just Google starter jacket. I guess it didn't impress Jack. <laughs> no, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air had one. Come on now. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's see here. You had her at Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they are cool. <laughs> Kissing, good morning. Morning. Hi. Gave my daughter a really big flex in elementary school oh what'd you do dropped her off in the limo take her back to work you dropped her off in a limo yeah more than one. Oh, my kids in the movies yeah no <laughs> kidding that's a big flex well i was just driving the limo home from the night before okay so you're a limo driver yeah that's cool yeah i, I, I bet you it's less cool when you get in the back of a used limo on the way to school though. <laughs> They don't oh, know no, that. we have to clean it before we take it back. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you'd want to if you put your kid in it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissin' in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Oh, one Mississippi, there's Kane Brown. It's 851. Uh, welcome to the show. If uh, you haven't heard the news yet, sad news from uh, Los Angeles yesterday. Meatloaf. Passed away at the age of 74 with his uh, loving wife at his side. By the way, his loving wife from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Yeah, so he is. And her family still lives here. There you go. So uh, anyway, there's an Edmonton connection for you. Thought we'd ask the question. Like seriously, when Meatloaf came out, Matt said he got his nickname from football? Yeah, his uh, high school football coach gave him the name, in fact, and it stuck. Okay. Um, but, I mean, seriously, would anyone have ever thought that uh, somebody named Meatloaf would sell over 100 million albums? I mean, it's, it's shocking, Never. really. Right? Never, ever. But, I mean, Meatloaf became a household name, so to speak, and, and uh, that's the way it was. So our question for you this morning is, what is your favorite all-time band or artist name? Just, you know, what is that one that just gets you? And and, 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 and maybe when you first heard it, you, you never thought it would become a big deal. Like, for example, I remember when I first played a song by these guys. It's a little too loud on the high. Rascal Flats. Like, what does I, it mean? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I remember hearing Rascal Flats and thinking, that is the strangest, most unusual name I've ever heard in country music. And bang, they become, you know, superstars. They so, just sound neat. They sound neat. It works. Rascal Flats. Yeah, okay. You got one? I, You know, I was trying to think of who it would be. The only one that sticks out to me is growing up in the 90s, the yeah. band No Doubt. I mean, with Gwen Stefani and stuff, I was just like, oh, No Doubt. Yeah, No Doubt, I think, is an odd name for a band. Yeah. I oh. like that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you got one, Maddie? I got a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Excess. Yeah. And how oh, they yeah. spell it. Think about it. It's I-N-X-S, in excess. The simplicity of the whole thing. Okay. Just hearing that. I also like King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard. Of yeah. course you do. <laughs> and one more, which is on the strange side, Yeah, the Butthole Surfers. Okay. Oh, yeah. I do know that band, actually. Okay. Well, I remember when my daughter was young, I took her to an Avril Lavigne show at uh, Rexall Place, mm-hmm. and the opening act was Swollen Members. <laughs> I love Swollen Members. <laughs> Fuel Injected, great tune. I, I was so scared of Swollen Members. <laughs> Bailey Aren't and we I, we, we, we stayed. Don't be scared. It won't hurt you. <laughs>
<laughs> we stayed in the concourse till after Swollen Members was finished. I, That's I, soft. Come on, you got to check out a little I Swollen Members. I think she was like twelve. I didn't know. Sneak a peek of the Swollen Members. <laughs> I was scared of the Swollen Members. I I really was. Anyway, what about you? Understandable. Your favorite band or artist name? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. As we remember Meatloaf this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, also, Jack, more details about uh, the the loss of Meatloaf, the uh, huge mm-hmm. rock artist, uh, 74 years old. We'll get to those details coming up. But because of that, we're looking for your uh, band names this morning or, or artist names that are strange and unusual or just those favorite ones for you. Yes, we got a text here. What about Spice Girls? Yo! different names spice girls yeah. yeah got it all right i got one for you yeah sure. people are sending this one in good canadian band from winnipeg right that's guess who the guess who yeah. i guess people like who, what do you mean the who the guess who what am i guessing yeah that's so true <laughs> so good though love that song. <laughs> what about the bare naked ladies That is, like, where did that name come from? Like, seriously. I think it would be so funny. They probably thought of people introducing them on stage, right? Yeah, here come the bare naked ladies. Be a bit of disappointment there for some. <laughs> and <they're all> like, <laughs> and you think they're, they'd be an edgy band, but they're pretty folksy and adorable. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. You got another one, Jack? I sure do. This person says, what about Black Eyed Peas? Oh, I got a feeling. As long as a special meeting for I love this song still. 2009 call. I know. <laughs> I was just having that conversation with somebody like, I'm so sad that 2009 is so far away. <laughs> but yet it's not when you play that song. It yeah. brings you right back, right? Yeah, thank you for all that. Right. It's all good. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.